With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello and welcome. It's our number two. Hour two ready to go. Are you in or out on Darvin Ham being in trouble with the Lakers? And where are you at on the Doc Rivers to La La Land rumors? The other team in L.A. And uh, James Harden, the Clippers, the hottest team in the NBA. Where have all those haters gone of the people's team. We'll discuss comments made by James Harden. That and more right now. Here it is. Our number two. The purple and wine. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere blathering. Now they say nothing is impossible, but we do nothing every night. So we do the impossible coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and supremely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the bag, your favorite bag of wind. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we're back at it again. Our lead this hour from Pro Bouncy Ball. Now, I could have done a deep dive on the Denver Nuggets last second hocus pocus win over the Golden State Warriors. It was a great shot by the Joker. But it's a regular season January NBA game. That's not great talk radio. Playoff games to break down are great talk radio. Very rarely do we do a regular season Malin monologue, so we're not going to do that. But I did want to talk some basketball and a story that if I didn't see it, it wouldn't have mattered. It would not have mattered because of the volume 
the volume of people that listen to the show that reached out to me said, did you see this? You got to talk about this. We need a mellow monologue about this. Okay, I get it. I get it. NBA coach under siege. Now, that's a story we can get behind. And one of the mantras in the, the newsroom here, the Ben Maller Show, we go where the news of the day takes us. And if you didn't see this, perhaps not, the drama-o-rama in la-la land, we have learned of a, quote, deepening disconnect, deepening disconnect between Coach Darvin Ham and the Laker roster. Shams Sharania. Shams Sharania, rival of Woj, tells us there is disjointedness between Ham and uh, several members, prominent members of the purple and gold basketball team because he continues to make extreme rotation and starting lineup adjustments, you know, coaching. Uh, And the players are finding it difficult to get into a rhythm. Oh, it would appear so. The Lakers, who are currently in 10th place in the Western Conference, they have a losing record after 35 games. Almost halfway through the season, they are losers. They did raise a banner, a Fugazi banner, which means the Lakers should finish under 500 just for hanging up that dopey little banner after winning seven games in a, in a, a Fugazi tournament. Anyway, the Lakers have lost three in a row. They've dropped eight of their last 10, and the sky is falling in La La Land. So let us discuss the question. Are you in or are you out on Coach Darvinham being in stranger danger, being in trouble with the Lakers? So I've got DNA database, Robert Palmer, and Sleeper Cell. And we're going to put all of these things together, and we are going to give you a mouthful is what we're going to give you. So, number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Okay, all right, enough. I'm biting the cheese on this one. I am biting the cheese on this one. Now, Darvin Ham is absolutely hanging on by his fingernails. Now, he is being roasted like a traditional... Hawaiian luau roast, all right? If you take a couple of steps back, I had a minutes-long Maller investigation. I love these kind of stories, right? These, these pop up every season, high-profile team, underachieving, uh, pointing fingers. That's why I, I've always said the better stories in losing locker room. And several of our friends in Boston sent a story about the Patriots and how uh, unraveled everything was, and I, I just laughed because the same stuff happens with every team, but when you win, it is like a nice cologne. It masks the rot. But when you don't win, then all the rot comes out. And we're talking about the Lakers here. The rot is coming out. So I spent a couple minutes investigating this. And I'm never wrong about these investigations. So my advice is to check the DNA database. You look at who's reporting the story. That's a that's a dead giveaway. That is a dead giveaway. Sham Sharania, great reporter, great insider. Sham Sharania works for an agency that is in bed with Rich Paul. Who is Rich Paul? Rich Paul is LeBron James' right-hand man. And as we understand it, this story is being fed by LeBron James' 
puppets, his sycophants. It's a plant to Sham Sharania, and he's just the mouthpiece. LeBron James is known to treat his coaches like leftover meatloaf that's been sitting in the back of the fridge for a month. When in doubt, throw it out. And LeBron is not getting it done. Is it his age? His numbers aren't terrible. But the Lakers aren't winning. And so you got to have a fall guy. LeBron knows. Blame the coach. Blame the coach. It's it's so funny. You could do a story if you want, praising Darvin Ham. Say, here's a guy who realizes the lineups aren't working, the, the puzzle pieces don't fit together. So this guy's desperately trying to fix it. He's a good coach, and he's trying different lineups to see what works. He's throwing the fettuccine Alfredo against the wall to see what works. But no, it's, oh, the players are upset. But the players should be upset because they blow, they blow, okay? They, they suck, the Laker players. And I love it. Now, here's another part of the story that I absolutely love. Page two. With Darvin Ham hanging on by the hair on his chinny-chin-chin, there's a lot of speculation on who would step in, who would take over. Who would take that job coaching the Lakers? Now, the easy move would be just to fire Darvin Ham and promote one of the assistant coaches, and that might be what the Lakers end up doing here. But the chatter, we love to chatter, the chatter around the NBA is that television analyst, I'm not making this up, television analyst Doc Rivers is a popular, let me repeat that for those of you in the back of the room, Doc Second Round Rivers is a popular name. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's the same guy. So where are you at on the Doc Rivers to Lakers rumors with Darvin Ham about to be fed in a ham sandwich to a bunch of hungry zebras at the zoo? Uh, so I give this one the Maller rubber stamp of approval. Doc Rivers, my guy from back in the day, the Lob City Clippers. Doc is a smooth operator. He's debonair. He's got the gift for gab. He also could not lead a dehydrated basketball team to water if you dropped him from a helicopter in the middle of Lake Superior. He would not be able to find water. Uh, And and I need this. I need Doc Rivers coaching the Lakers. Can we please speak this into reality? I need this in my life. I do, right? It's it's like the uh, the classic Robert Palmer tune. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I've got a bad case of loving you. Oh, my God. With all the malarkey, with all the nonsense from the historians, that they told me when Doc Rivers was coaching the Lob City Clippers, sign me up for this. Turnabout is fair play. And I I will get extra helpings at the buffet of God and Freude. God and Freude. Oh, I hope. Fire Darvin Ham. Bring in Doc. Doc doesn't actually coach, right? He, has, you know, he gives the players uh, a lot of leeway. He lets them do what they want. He's a player's coach and all that. And, oh, it's so good. I need that. I need Doc Rivers coaching the Lakers. I that's a that's a two for one because Doc sucks on television. Get him off TV, and then you have him coaching the Lakers. Oh, it's so wonderful. I love that. I love it. All right, final point. Headline from across the hall. Now, James Harden. James Harden. He's a basketball player that everyone told me. He's another one of the experts told me. Oh, he. It's a terrible trade. Why would the Clippers get James Harden? He can't play. They suck. Well, James Harden recently poked at the doubters. 
the Eddie Garcias of the world, who ripped the trade that sent him to the people's team. The quote was, quote, fit is great. I knew that from the beginning, and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to be a part of this. Harden opined to the assembled reporters. Now, Harden continued. He said, obviously, it did not start off well. Of course, had a long losing streak. They lost six in a row. But since then, they're the hottest team in the NBA. So many people, uh, this is Harden continued here, it, it gave people so much to talk about in a negative way. And now those people that were talking are nowhere. They are nowhere to be found. Like literally nowhere to be found, which we knew that was going to happen. Close quote. So give me your 10 cents here on James Harden and uh, where have the James Harden haters with the Clippers gone? So I know the answer to this. The James Harden haters have gone into timeout. They're taking a nap. The haters are a sleeper cell. The haters are a sleeper cell. They're waiting for a bump in the road. It is inevitable. The Clippers are going to lose more games. They will have a losing streak. They're not going to win every game the rest of the year. But the Clippers have won four straight, 13 of the last 15. They're the NBA's hottest team over the last month plus. But the Clipper critics, the sleeper cell, the ones jealous of the people's team, the richest owner in sports about to move into the Intuit Dome, the greatest arena, the Taj Mahal of basketball next season. But the Clipper critics are like Mike Martz. They do the, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, wait, wait till the playoffs. Yeah, but, yeah, but, Harden's going to suck. Yeah, no, a player X, Y, and Z will get hurt, right? We've heard hater extraordinaire Eddie Garcia. Well, Kawhi Leonard's going to get hurt. Uh, Paul George is going to hurt. Yeah. These Neanderthals. Anything to belittle the success of the people's team. So that is the answer to James Harden's quiz. They're still there, the haters. They're just a sleeper cell. That's what they are. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, according to the first hour of the show, the party has started here. Speakeasy rules are in effect. But, man, it seems usually we do that, and the people that are really enjoying themselves don't figure out the number. But that guy from Cincinnati, he certainly found the number, the whiskey rock and roll guy who cursed on the air. And so if you would like to call us, we, we have a line open. We'd love to talk to you, and you can follow in the footsteps of our guy from last hour from Cincinnati. Uh, what, a, what a piece of work. What an absolute piece of work Chris in Cincinnati was. But we'll take your comments on X. If you'd like to comment there, you can send me a message if you like. That is at Ben Maller. And we would love to have you be part of the show any of those ways. Uh, later this hour, we will say uh, the, the, uh, the, the message is lawyer up, right? Lawyer up. That's one of the messages. And the Blake mistake, not by the lake. The Blake mistake, but not by the lake. W- what, is, uh, what is that all about? We'll tell you. We'll get to it, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. 
Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Maller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players to choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code MALLER. The new customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code MALLER only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Ben Maller Show is a collaborative effort. You're invited to communicate with those of us on this side of the microphones. Follow your host on X. He's at Ben Maller. And you can post that and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he is much more than just a call screener. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop the Loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. And in the final hour of tonight's program, he'll have the Coop Scoop on entertainment, let you know what you need to watch over the weekend. 
now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. The next hour, lame jokes. Saw some of the, the big name joke writers, some of the most famous joke writers on the show. They're back. I was worried. I've been away Who? the last couple of Fridays taking some extended weekends over the holidays. And it's good to see the the boys are back. The boys are back in town, the joke writers. So uh, thank you. Not uh, not Well, we do have Kathy and Madison, but for the most part, it's all dudes writing jokes. Chip in the Q's writes in, says, A-plus on the Mallard monologue. I wanted to call the show, but for some, re- some odd reason, my cell phone is not allowing me to dial out to anyone. I can text out, but no phone calls. Chip, you might want to reset your what? phone. Turn it on and off, and then if that doesn't work, I don't know, call the phone company, I guess, or go to the, go to the phone store and say, hey, what the hell? Because you're paying to have a service. You're not getting the service. So there's probably a glitch, but I think if you just reset it, probably be fine. But what, do I, what the hell do I know? Just a dumb radio show. And here's a blast from the past. Now, in the first hour, we heard from Big Sexy, a competitive eater who famously had an eating event on the show from Denver years ago. And now, let's see if you're a Maller Militia historian. Do you remember a fan favorite, Cliff the Weatherman? Do you remember Cliff the Weatherman? You don't? You don't remember? How do you not remember Cliff the Weatherman? Well, Cliff the Weatherman is listening live. Haven't heard from Cliff in years. He writes in, he says, uh, listening live from my living room in Cave Creek, Arizona. That's in northern Arizona. So it just came in from sitting outside 49 degrees under overcast skies in Cave Creek, Arizona. He says, I was reminded of all the late nights and early mornings listening to your show and recalling our calls and playing games. Uh, so he decided to check out uh, or check in. And he says, uh, he. How about this? Now, he has not called the show in years, and I, time has gone by so damn fast. He says, in February, Cliff the Weatherman turned 74 years old. How about that? And he claims that some hard living in his youth have taken a bit of a toll on, uh, on his body, but he wanted to check into the Mallard Militia there. He has fond memories and all that stuff, and uh, he said, yeah, you're a good man, Charlie Brown, uh, so thank you. And he also said, Congratulations to your Dodgers on winning the offseason. Now they better win it all. Okay. Well, they won the offseason title. He also, for some reason, said, P.S., the NHL still rocks. Just asked Eddie. Yeah. You you don't really believe it rocks. And then he sent a photo of me and you. Oh, no, it's not me. It's you. Oh, this is odd. It's you and some cats on a Zamboni. You're sitting on a Zamboni. Did he, he like, Photoshop you on, this is odd, he Photoshopped you on a Zamboni, I, and there's a guy next to you in a Ranger jersey, is that is that from your podcast or something? You have I'll, no have idea. To, I'll have to look and see. I'll have to send it to you, but I... Uh, yeah, I don't see it here on it's, uh, it's, uh, the old X. I'll, I'll, I'll take I don't know. Screenshot. It's odd, because the people driving the Zamboni have cat heads. And then, oh, is it Morbo and Kiff? Oh, is that an old Morbo and Kiff? Oh, maybe that is an old Morbo. Yeah, what happened to Morbo and Kiff? They stopped. I don't know. Still. A couple of cats. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's probably, probably that's, yeah, it's got to be back from those days. That must, was that from the when the Kings and Rangers played in the Stanley Cup final? Could that be from all, all the way back then? Possibly. Who the heck knows? So, over the course of life, I've, I've, I don't know if it's fortunate, maybe it's not, but I've come across people who were considered, quote, famous 
unquote famous, whatever. Uh, and it's a good thing, right? They, they like it. They make a lot of money. People know who they are. But when you're famous, there's some rules. And a spouse of someone, she's famous by proxy, has violated one of the rules. Uh, did you see the story going around about Brittany Mahomes? Brittany Mahomes, who went out to get some food and at the restaurant, the, the check was $130 for the food. The food. Wow. How much of a tip do you think she left on $130? I'll say 20 zero. bucks. I'll you say 20, 20 bucks, yeah. right? Zero. Zero. You think zero? Okay. Uh, the correct answer is zero. zero. She didn't leave any tip. Zero. Uh, and, of course, the person that was the server who knew who she was because she's famous by proxy got upset, put her on blast. Said, what the hell? I want potatoes. You'll chips. get nothing and I can. Now, it is conceivable that the server was a douche and uh, was bad, and uh, that's possible. I know you nothing. Uh, but, you know, come on. Yeah, you got you to leave something. Yeah, yeah, I leave uh, a little bit of a gratuity. That's the way I don't. And I don't like the whole gratuity thing. I like what they do in a lot of the Asian countries where you're not exposed exposed to tip. But the way we have it set up in this country is you have to tip, and you know you don't have to. You, know, you shouldn't tip. It's like a fine sweet spot. Like I'm worried when I go out, I'll tip too little. So I'm the guy, and I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I'm the guy that will go to the tip calculator to make sure I I don't want to tip too little or too much. So I'll go to the tip calculator. I have an app on my phone to make sure I tip the right amount because I don't want to tip. You know, I don't want to be a, you know, some guys just leave 10 bucks no matter what. I don't want to be that guy. I had a stressful tipping situation happen to me uh, last what week. What happened, Coop? Give me the details here. Well, so we're planning um, our, our wedding. and It's a big wedding. Dad Gummit really wants to go to that wedding. Yes, he does. Yeah. And so we have, uh, you know, the, the caterer. And we had the tasting where we go and we try some of the different items to decide what we want on our final menu. You must have loved that, right? I was, it was great. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, but so we go to this tasting and like the guy that's there that we're seeing is the guy that's he's like the executive with the caterer who's who we're dealing with, who we're signing the contracts with, blah, blah, blah. But he is serving us food and like i didn't think of it beforehand but like as he's like refilling our waters i'm like oh man do i need to like tip here which like to me like you know i guess that some people would think yeah that's an obvious of course you tip he's like serving you you're eating food but yeah. then i'm also thinking i just signed like it's a lot of the catering's a lot of money it's the oh, most expensive yeah. part of the whole thing yeah. and so it's I don't know. We're already like paying. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. No, I think that's part of the I think that's part of the price. I think that he see. Okay, that's yeah, what I thought, yeah, and I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally I went to the bathroom and I texted my mom, and I'm like, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what am well, I? Of course, your mom's gonna say you have to tip. She right? did. Yeah, she did. Of course. But I only I had fifteen dollars in my wallet. And I wasn't going to ask, like, oh, do you have Venmo? I can like, <laughs> <laughs> so so, you but, tipped $15? Did you tip the Yes, 15? I tipped the $15, but I felt really weird about it because if we're treating it like a meal, it was like multi-course. You know, that was pr it probably would have been, a, uh, you know, $100 each at least, you know, with how, yeah. many, how much food we ate. 
And so I'm like, well, $15 is a really bad tip if you're taking that value. So just as we were leaving, I just like, I handed the $15. I'm like, thanks. And I like, ran to my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you didn't want to see the reaction, right? Right. You didn't want right. To do with the reaction. I didn't want him that. to look at the bills that I just handed him. Now, I've, I mean, I got married. I, I, I like eloped. You know, I went to, I didn't have the whole big wedding thing like you're having. So, like, I would think they give you the food they really want you to have first because you keep eating. By the time you get to that fourth or fifth, you know, whatever you're eating, you probably are kind of full, so it doesn't taste as good. Well, that's, I mean, it it tasted great, but that's another thing I was, like, worried about because by the time we got to, like, the, you know, third or fourth entree or whatever, I was very full, and I could barely, I, like, I went, I felt like, there was a lot of food left over that I feel like I was wasting. And it's not like a restaurant with a bunch of people eating. It's we're the only two people in there. There's a chef there and the guy that's like serving us and that's it. So it's like this like private chef kind of meal. I just felt really awkward. Yeah. By the way, remember that time we went to Bakersfield and we went to dinner and Ben tipped that guy a dollar? <laughs> oh, shut up. I mean, you know, I and he even said he was a yes. fan of the show. Yes. Oh, come on. That was a mistake. And you know what happened, Eddie. You don't need to go he did, down He did that the road handshake here. tip. Yeah, he did. Well, I picked the wrong dollar. One dollar. Well, I, I'd buy that for a dollar. I, in my defense, Eddie, if you, you tell the full story, douche. Uh, what happened, right? Come on. You remember what happened? There was confusion. I thought I had grabbed a certain bill. and So you say. Well, that's what happened. I thought I had grabbed, and then, yeah. yeah. Now, here's my, I got a theory here. Let me run this by Coop. So this wedding racket, right? My theory is that if you're in the catering business, you bring out the most expensive crap first because you, you're going to like, you're going to enjoy that because you're hungry. And it's kind of reverse of the buffet. You know how in the buffet they want you to fatten up on the cheapest foods? And, and they, they, they put, the way they set up the buffet to make money is they put the most expensive foods on the like the far end. So you have they want you to eat the stuff that will fatten you up that's really cheap so they save money. And I would think this would be the reverse that they would give you the most expensive foods because they want you to say that's what we want at the wedding because then they can get more money from you for the wedding. Is this true or false, Coop? Well, we got to select what we oh, tried okay. at this tasting. Right. Well, that yeah. would be false then. Did you pick the most expensive things then? Um, like the steak and the, well, what is the most expensive thing at the, at the catering? Well, so there's like probably a good hundred different things that you can choose from. That's just all under like the normal price. And then there's upgrades that you can do. It's like buying a car. Well, you can get the base car, but if you want the, you know, special windows, like any, any type of seafood, like, you know, or getting maybe a special guest chicken fingers. <laughs> oh, well, that's very kind of you, Eddie. I appreciate that. That was a uh, that was a very nice gesture. The, the the best food I've had at a wedding. Best means is good. Better than any food I've had. How about that? Better than any food I've had at a wedding was Eddie's wedding. When surprise, I got a plate of. Ch- I got the kitty menu, and I think it's great. Chicken fingers and fries. What more does a man need at a wedding? What more do I need? Remember, I remember. Uh, I was. I believe it was Karen Kay that was uh, mocking me. At, uh, Big at, uh, chicken. If I uh, remember correctly, but anyway. All right, uh, it's Ben Maller's show. We'll get to these calls. Uh, great to hear from Cliff the Weatherman and Big Sexy. It's like a reunion night. Reunion night on the show. Uh, I also saw, what did I see? Our friend from, from the Bay, uh, Matt, 
the Warrior Raider fan says uh, LeBron will not allow Doc Rivers to coach the Lakers because LeBron's upset Doc would get too much time on television. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Uh, So I did see the NBA, though, is fining the Brooklyn Nets $100,000 for violating the league's player participation policy. This is in connection with a game against the Bucks on December 27th. Following an investigation, including review from an independent physician, the NBA has determined that four Nets players who did not participate in the game could have played. See that, Eddie? The NBA is concerned about the load management. Yeah, I I, I couldn't name one player on the Brooklyn Nets right now. Let's let's see Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant and uh, those teams get fined hundred thousand dollars for That's those guys not playing. Ben Simmons is there, but he never plays. Is Michael Bridges still on that team? Mikael Bridges. Mikael. Uh, yeah, I think he is. They haven't traded him yet. Jeff ben, Gordon. Ben Jeff Simmons. Gordon. My God. What Jeff a, Gordon. What a what a thief. And there are still dumb people that think, oh, he's got a future. He'll be all right. You know, he's got this bad back and all. The guy don't want to play. Okay, the guy don't want to play. And the, people well, the good that, news is now that they're irrelevant, he can just not play and know what he's even talking yeah, about. Yeah, nobody pays attention to him. Yeah, remember when that was a big story when he wouldn't play? And not, nobody cares about Ben Simmons anymore. But he, these people in sports are so obtuse that these teams are like, well, he's a really talented guy, and we're going we're gonna to break through, and he'll figure it out. And they, they're paying like $30 million a year. It's, it's so dumb. All right, it's Ben Maller's show. As we continue on, some more fallout from the big Disney scandal, which is going on over there with Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel, the uh, wokester uh, upset with Aaron Rodgers. And I was telling a buddy of mine, I was talking to a friend of mine that works in the media biz, and I was like, we were were talking about it, and I was like, if Jimmy Kimmel had not 
sent out the comment, would you have known about the comment from Aaron Rodgers? Like, probably not. Like, that thing got blown up because of Jimmy Kimmel. Like, that thing got blown up because of Kimmel. Anyway, uh, apparently Rodgers, we're told, has been, uh, his advisors have told him to retain legal counsel. That's, to me, that's a bullcrap story. Jimmy Kimmel is not going to actually sue Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is on the Disney payroll. Pat McAfee pays him a million dollars a year to go on that show. It's a good investment. So they're, they're all under the same umbrella. And then they're fighting with each other. And the Blake mistake, not by the lake. A lot of rumors here. And not a lot of movement in baseball. I'm waiting for these other signings. The Dodgers signed everybody. There's like nobody left. That Turdberger... Blake Snell, bro, I'm risking my life. I ain't playing unless I get mine. Uh, yeah, bro, that douchebag. What a schmuck. Uh, and uh, he is flirting with the Yankees. The uh, Yankees hot and heavy to get Blake Snell because they need another pitcher to overpay to have on their injured list, apparently. That's the goal there. Let's say hello to Dad Gummit. He had one of the great calls we've taken in some time where he gave his heartfelt condolences to the wrong person. Hello, Dad Gummit in Arkansas. What's up, Ben? I bought me another new hat tonight, brother. I know it took a black marker and colored the swords, but it's got the big V on the front of it. So I thought, man, that's my last name initial. So I like that fitted hat, man. It cost $27, but damn, I like it. That's a good price because most hats these days are around $50. So that's a good price. Yeah, I got a bunch of my collection was about $40, $50. I'm going to tell you something right now. Hats are getting crazy. I just. Hey, uh, I want to I got, I, what about me? I got a new hat. I just got a new hat recently. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I got a. Uh, yeah, you had a nice one on the other day. I can't think what it was, but uh, I watch your hat all the time. When yeah. I watch your gum show. Hey, yeah. uh, listen to me now. What? You talk about all these tips. I'm not a big tipper fan. I took my daughter out back in October 21st birthday, and me and my my wife and her and her boyfriend went to eat. Hundred fourteen dollars. I'm like hell. I can spend that kind of money on scratch off cards. And, and a dinner ain't going to give me nothing but filled up belly for a few minutes. You know, and I and I got ready to leave, and I said, you ain't going to throw a tip there? I talked to my wife. She said, well, most of the time you throw a nice tip. You go ahead and go, and I'll get the tip. They walked off. I reached my pocket. I picked out two quarters, sold them up on the table. I'm like, 50 cents. Well, I spent 114. You get 50 cents. That's my daughter's birthday. It ain't your birthday. So I ain't a big tip person, you know. Well, no, I don't like tipping either, but you have to do it. It's the, that's how they the people that serve you make money. So oh, my two it, brothers it, are bad about that. They don't pay them. Maybe the restaurants should charge more for the food and pay you know, uh, more money, but they don't. And so you got to take care of the people. That's well, I, part, of, I, part I, of the rule. My two brothers. I got a brother older and a brother younger, and I got three sisters. And we go out to eat. And two brothers like they walk away. Made me put the tip. I'm like, I found yeah. me. Well, so if I you don't want to tip, now here's my theory on the tip. If I'm picking up the food. And I'm not, they're not serving me. I don't, I don't really tip much at all on that. But if I'm at a restaurant and I'm having them, you know, get, fill up my drinks and all that, then I'm, I'm tipping. That's service. I'm getting a service there. But if I have to do the work, it's like, it's like uh, when they, you go to the grocery store and they have the self-checkout and they have the little box there. Would you like to, you know, you know donate, you know, three or four dollars to uh, some charity? I'm like, hell no. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not doing that. Or if you, some of them have a tip thing on there. I'm well, like, hell you know. No on that. That's something else, too, you know, about these special people, you know, like these dividend benefits, stuff like that. You know, I've told the story before, but I, my niece lost her seven-year-old daughter last year, and I always give to make a wish. Well, they granted her wish last year, and then she, then she died like a month later. She went to Disneyland. But then she passed away with heart problems. 
But it was just one of them things. I never give to all that stuff. But I, me and my wife, we, we give about five, really about a thousand dollars a year for Make Wish because what they did and what they've been doing to these little kids. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's cool. Uh, now you know I, know I have I mean? an email from the Fry Daddy David in Pennsylvania. He hates you, Dad. Governor. Okay. He says yeah, you okay. are you are a total idiot. Would you, would you like to respond to the wow. Fry Daddy? No, no, I think Friday's a good fellow, man. If these people don't like me, you know, that's their own business. I can't go out and get people to like me, and I sure ain't going to cash-app them because the last two years I've been cash-apping up women in this daggum world. I should be getting some sex, but nobody wants to throw it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I thought you were married, though. You're, 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 I guess you're, uh, you're, your wife's okay oh, with that, married. huh? I didn't say I was doing anything with them. I just said I'm sending some money. I said over okay. $1,000 uh, right, for Oregon last right, year, right, you know. Is, uh... Hey, listen. Those are called, those are called scam artists, Dad Gummit. They're called uh, fake. They're probably not even women. They're just uh, looking for for. It ain't no different, man. You know. But let me say something real serious. Hey, about this ball game. Do you think we have any chance? You know, most time they got our numbers. And Friday, listen up. Are you talking about the Forty ers and the Rams? Yeah. Do you think we got any? How chance? That, listen. I, I, we're, we're, well, we're going to talk about it on Benny versus the Petty, but I, I, it's Carson Wentz. Puka Nakua and all the other key players the Rams aren't playing, and the 49ers are going to play a lot of their guys, but they're going to do like cameo. I, I got to go, Dad Gummit. You're taking all my time. Dad Gummit, how dare you? Bad job by you. I mean, there's other people that would like to talk, and there is Mallard of the third degree. Here's the Insta trivia. Here we go. Here we go. Dallas kicker Brandon Aubrey has connected on all of his 35 career field goal attempts, including nine from 50 or more yards. Blank holds the NFL record. For most field goal attempts without a miss in an entire season with 37. So Brandon Aubrey, this weekend, if he gets a couple of field goals, will tie. If he gets three, he'll pass the all-time record. But Blank holds the NFL record most field goal attempts without a miss in a season with 37. That is the instant trivia. The answer, next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. Wrong again, idiot. I'm going to kill your butt. I'm going to kill your butt. Lay off me. I'm starving. Finish him. Finish him. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Pure gibberish. Let's go while we're young. Boy, people calm down a little bit. Weird. Jeez. The Ben Maller Show is archived in the audio vault for posterity's sake, giving those working the dreaded day shift a chance to consume the audio buffet. Follow us. Both of the Ben Maller Show and the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller podcasts are always free and filled with fun for every man, woman, and child. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. With Maller to the third degree, warming up, lame jokes next hour. Here's your instant trivia. Dallas kicker Brandon Aubrey has made all of his 35 field goal attempts this season, including nine from 50 or more yards. Blank holds the NFL record. For most field goal attempts without a miss in a single season with 37, Aubrey can break that record with three field goals on Sunday against Washington or two. He will tie that record. That is the Insta Trivia. Tony Zendejas, guest by Donkey Sausage. Joe Biden from Orange and Blue Blood Brett, the Bears fan. Scott Norwood, fins up from Art Puffin. Jerry Seinfeld, guest by the Cowboy Killer. 
who else do we have? Page down, uh, page down. Christine Cavallari, who's 37 today. Uh, Matt uh, got this one right. Bad job by him. Uh, who else do we have? Marge Schatz, little known cat from Alf, the alien opiner. Mason Crosby, who's guessed by Freddie. Gary Anderson from Arique in Minnesota. Chris Barr from Double O Mexican in San Diego. Eddie, do you have an answer? Quickly! Former Chargers kicker Nate Kading. It's a good answer, but no, it's that idiot. It's that idiot kicker, Mike Vanderjack. Uh, He had 37, 37 back in 03. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kumalope. All right, Ben, uh, one of the toughest end-of-the-year awards to determine this season might be the Defensive Player of the Year. Miles Garrett has the best odds when it comes to the sports books, but is he your pick? Yeah, so on my card, I've got T.J. Watt ahead of Miles Garrett. It's neck and neck, though. It's a three-horse race. You, you mentioned Miles Garrett, yeah, T.J. Watt, and Micah Parsons, but I have T.J. Watt in the lead. Next! Clay Thompson told the media about a revealing talk that he had with Steve Kerr and how he pledged to enjoy the last chapter of his career. Ben, how long do you think that chapter will be? Uh, well, it should have ended the way Clay has played the last year, you know, two years. It should have ended two years ago. Uh, he's, he's been bad. And, and the Warriors are. They're just like, it reminds me of the Pistons at the end, the bad boys. They just need to break that thing up now. It's just, it's just grown stale. So after this season, that's out. That, that's all. That lights out. Next! The Chargers have been linked to Bill Belichick, but Stephen A. Smith thinks that if the Chargers landed Jim Harbaugh, they would win a Super Bowl in about two years. Ben, do you think Harbaugh and Herbert would be a Super Bowl winning combo? Well, with all due respect to Stephen A. Smith, didn't he say they should move the Rose Bowl to SoFi Stadium? Did oh, he no, say we'll see. Yes, he did say they that. They literally call the stadium the Rose Bowl. I mean, <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, no, I, I, I like Jim Harbaugh, but uh, this, you know, the Chargers always find a way to screw it up, so I don't believe they'll win. How do we do, Kubo? It's a great answer. You passed this edition. <laughs> there we go. See, that's a winner. That's a winner. In your face, Garcia. I won the game, Sam. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.